Hello and welcome back to Talking Shit with Yang and a Brit. I am Gemma, the Brit, and with me today is Kate, all the way over in America. I'm Flemish. Oh, yeah. I've Uh, since moved to Finland. And with me today is... (laughs) Talking Shit with a Yank. And then Flem. With the flu, <laughs> I'm feeling flummy, so maybe, <laughs> maybe that's fitting. <laughs> All right. Well, I fucked that up, so no, sorry. Didn't. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. Thank We're you. just two tired women <laughs> sitting here, probably on what day two of a hangover from the weekend, mm-hmm. just doing our best. Mm-hmm. Really doing our best. And if you guys don't like our best, then you can't handle us at our worst, which is also right now. (laughs) That is not how that saying goes, but you get the point. (laughs) You get the fucking drift. All right. Well, we both had weddings. Yeah, we were both at weddings. Not the same wedding. Sadly. Yeah. But different weddings at the same time. So it's kind of like we were wedding-ing together. Mm -hmm. Except yours was six hours ahead of mine. Yeah. And mine was six hours after yours. They probably overlapped a little bit, though. I bet. Yeah, a little. Yeah. yeah. But they were fun. And we celebrated our respective couples. And, well, it sounds like maybe you, based on what you heard, like, or based on what you shared with me, you didn't break your feet trying to dance in any ridiculous shoe. Neither did I. <laughs> no. I even changed into flip-flops for the evening. Smart part because my feet were killing me after about an hour. Mm. I wore a sensible low heel with a stacked little heel on it. Mm, good idea. Good mm. idea, Catherine. <laughs> um, I hear that you're now a reverend as well. Well, yes, I finally was able to, you know, utilize my ministry credentials that I mm-hmm. got back in. Shit, I don't even remember when that was now. Um, I still got my little clergy badge here too, which I didn't wear because it clashed with my outfit. But <laughs> I did I did refer to myself as a messenger of God several times. <laughs> <laughs> and was like, I have to go pray now, so excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh dear two people who didn't know me at all and probably didn't know if i was joking or not um so there's that but it's even better at one point (laughs) it was (laughs) (laughs) well it started with it was supposed to be a beautiful fully sunny day of course despite like the forecast there was like a tiny little bit of a cloud front that came in Mm. made things a little bit breezy and i was standing next to um one of the grooms and I go that's rain and he looked at me with such like rage as if I by (laughs) saying that somehow made it happen like the reason the rain came was because I spoke those words aloud and I was like I might be a messenger of God but I I am not able to conjure weather (laughs) (laughs) that is not within my power restraints okay no that's witchcraft (laughs) That's satanism. 
Yeah. But I'm it, a messenger of God. Of God. Here to bring the, I'll pray for sunlight. And then it went away. So <laughs> there you go. Fucking yep. hell, maybe you are Jesus. It might be. Jesus in a dusty rose, pink-ish jumpsuit mm. that's pretty low cut and got to show off my six-pack sternum. So there's that. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I got a six-pack sternum. Just <laughs> Nothing else about me is bony except for right here. <laughs> no, I don't have one. That's a shame. It's because you... That means you I have boobs. <laughs> no, that's not I what that means. Boobs. <laughs> it means you don't have just two f- flaps of skin on your chest that really don't have anything inside them. <laughs> Thank God you haven't had kids and breastfed. Because I hear they really I mean, I might as well have. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, um. What um, else have we been I saw doing? some pictures of you and well I oh, want to talk yeah. about what you guys wore oh, okay, to the wedding because you all looked really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Yeah, your outfit this was is... stunning as well, actually. Meh. Yeah, it was fine. I liked it. <laughs> I don't really think nice. I can wear it again though. I think it's probably ruined. <laughs> yeah, they always but it was it... Yeah, I know, isn't that true? But yours you all look like you were like at this like really posh like garden part formal garden party i don't know if that was intentional or not but i liked it and i was sad that i couldn't be there yeah it was a shame you weren't there really well yeah it was quite uh it's quite quaint and british it was this lovely uh village sort of pub and venue with a barn um and it was very nice very lovely Uh, nice weather as well I think it was the last Good. day of summer because since then it's just been shit. Shit feels like winter's here. It's dark early, and I'm already depressed. So I feel like I've been feeling that since like the end of August, as the days started to like increasingly yeah. get dark earlier. Mm. Like I was very acutely aware of that. Yeah. So as soon as it happens, you're like, "Oh fuck, it's coming!" Yeah, it's not even like daylight savings time yet, which is when we really know. <laughs> And I'm just so cool. I'm glad I'm going to feel miserable for, I guess, the next six months, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might get one of those sad nice. lamps. And the seasonal effect <laughs> disorder lamps. <laughs> Were you just thinking of a lamp that was really sad? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like the Pixar lamp, but with a sad face <laughs> on it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's out of solidarity that he feels as sad as I do. <laughs> I've had, I have one, or I had one of those. It was just like a little box. Yeah. And it was, I I tried it. It didn't, if anything, it just made me feel like I was getting a sunburn. And it was kind of obtrusive. <laughs> so I don't think that sunlight is my issue. I think it's because I'm constantly vitamin D deficient. So like, oh, yeah. that isn't my challenge. <laughs> My dad got one and said it really helped him. So maybe I'll just nick his for a bit and see if it works. It's because he clearly like has some seasonal affective kind of impacts, whereas I just am year-round a miserable bitch. Well, yeah. So 
you're just depressed. There's only so much you can do about that. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, sunlamp's not going to make a difference because I'm like that in the summer, sitting full sun. I fucking hate the sun. Fucking hate the rain. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. But yeah, take your dad's and report back on whether you thought it was effective because maybe other people will give it a try and it'll help them. Because I do think these days, winter darkness is a bummer for a lot of people mm-hmm. especially the finish so just saying they get a lot of darkness in the winter we're very happy though <laughs> apparently we're very happy people figured it out lots of drinking they all have sad lamps that's why yep yeah. sad face lamps <laughs> um i also went to the lake district last week it was beautiful can you tell me more about it so it's like in the north of England. Quite close. How far from you? Uh, it was a six and a half hour drive. <laughs> Which for us is long. How much did you want to die? Yes, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> to be honest, it went really quickly. It was actually a very smooth journey. So I'd highly recommend. Mm. Um, I wonder if that's something to do with the company you kept, though. Maybe. It was just quite easy because you literally go... On the M25, M1 and then M6. So it's just like three motorways, bop, 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 and then you're there. Easy. For six hours, though. I mean, that's like a drive for me to my hometown, which I've done like. You do it in all a the day. time. Like, well, yeah. there I'm back. <laughs> Not maybe in a single day, but like I would go and then literally turn around and leave the next morning. Wow. That's a bit yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really uh, it's really nice. <laughs> pretty. Really pretty. Um, it's like something out of a movie everywhere you look. Just rolling hills, mountains with clouds cascading down them and lakes everywhere. That's why it's called the Lake District. Mm. I know, you're probably very surprised to hear that, but... <laughs> Lots of lakes. Well, I just thought there were no lakes in England. So so that's why they called it the lake. Just a sarcastic name. Yeah. Because we love sarcasm. Like, way lakes, wink. Really just a glorified puddle, mate. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I just have to sound like a dumb man. And I can nail the accent. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Yep. Um. So... Did did you camp or did you stay somewhere or what? Yeah, we camped. We actually camped on the grounds of a big manor house called Rydal Hall, um, mm. which was very pleasant. Actually, a very nice campsite. They also have like eco pods and these little like Hagrid huts that looked fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, it was really so like cute. tent glamping, but not a full ass yurt. That has a floor and a queen size bed, and they like did have bathroom. yurts as well. Actually, mm. we did Into standard it. camping, which um, so you didn't bathe, you shit well, in the ground. No, they had a lovely toilet block, um, with showers. They had a little mm. cafe. You still didn't did bathe. Teas and breakfast. I, I know you bathe. didn't. No, I didn't bathe at all. Of course, I didn't. I don't bathe when I'm at home. Of course, I'm not going to bathe when I'm camping. <laughs> and. Um, yeah, it was really nice, really lovely, but good. I did discover that I 
don't think I can hack camping for more than like two nights. You um, just learned that about yourself. Yeah, yeah. It just, uh, I just missed like. No, that sounds rough. Like I, I missed walls, and I missed a proper bed. Um, mm-hmm. Especially my tent is one that you can't fully stand up in. So whenever you're getting changed or whatever, you have to sit down and you're like bent over. <laughs> just, yeah, by the end, I'm just looking forward to an actual room now. Yeah. No, I learned that about myself probably by the age of like four. Ah, you learn young. <laughs> yeah. Very self-aware. Uh, no, not really. But we used to take a camping trip a lot where it would be two nights and I, I would say, I was ready to go probably after one, but, you know, FOMO. (laughs) But the other thing is it's like you think you've got this great tent. It's like, yeah, it's a six-person tent. But in reality, it's like two people Mm. can sleep in it and not be, like, literally on top of each other, right? Because the amount of shit you have to bring as well. Yeah. I mean, we've got, like, chairs. We've got, you know, cool boxes. We've got bags of food and bags of clothes mm-hmm. and I'm like where the <laughs> fuck is all this stuff gonna go yeah. Um, I also discovered that my tent isn't overly waterproof I mean it is waterproof but not if it really rains and it did really rain for two of the nights uh, so that was that was fun so it's like water resistant ish yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's okay. good description of it uh, but no, overall, it was really fun. We did loads of walking, loads of... Uh, we did a bit of wild swimming. And oh. Yeah, it was really good. Hmm. Would Sounds like a, I mean, I... You should go. looked pretty. It looked pretty. Um, I would just probably want to stay, like, in the yurt at this point if I was going to do more. Oh, in, yeah. Like, a day or two. Yeah, yeah I think next time I'd, I'd, I'd get an Airbnb. Or, yeah, stay in a yurt. Stay in the hall. A, ha- a cabin or something, the manor. you know. Yeah, all yeah. the manner. Also turned out that the campsite we were on was, we found out when we got there, was a Christian retreat. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, shit. We're going to get pulled uh, into Oh, my brethren oh. of the cloth were all there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we met some of your uh, fellow brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I hope they prayed for you and your souls. <laughs> they did, yeah. We went to early morning prayers every morning at 6 a.m. <laughs> that makes me think of when I went to camp, like kids camp that you see in the movies, like, you know, in the parent trap with Lindsay Lohan, they go to camp. I went to hmm. camp like that. And yeah. they tr- they they made us, because it was also kind of like a christian camp, and they made us pray very early and all the time. And even as like a 10 year old or whatever, who didn't, you know, wasn't at the point where it's like, God, I got to sleep in until noon. Um, I was like, why? God doesn't care if it's at seven or eight (laughs) or nine. (laughs) Why does it have to be at 6 a.m.? Actually, I think God would like me to have a lay in today. I think God would prefer that I don't bite the head off of the next person who talks to me because I'm so crabby. And that, yeah. Exactly. So. Well, cool. Sounds like you had a good time then. You were doing fun stuff and I was just in the trenches.
pretty sure that's the words. I mean, how do you how do you know that's like basically what I say all day every day? <laughs> I don't actually even say words. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the phone to people like garb 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 garb. garb. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, I get paid the big bucks for that. <laughs> no wonder you're so successful. Yeah, truly, people really respect me in my field. I want to bring up something with you. Something that Is annoys it a bone me. To pick? It's a bone to pick. It's not, it's not entirely your fault, but you've probably had something to do with it. Um, okay. <laughs> so, Americans, instead of saying by accident, they say on accident. And I just don't understand it. How does something happen on accident, on an ac- on an accident, on accident? Well, Gemma, mm. if I may, this is because accident not only is a verb, but it's also a noun in this sense. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So on accident means, you know, unintentional, whereas an accident is, you know, something like a car crash or an injury or like a physical thing. And maybe verb isn't the right word for it. I suppose it still is a noun. Just pretend <laughs> audience at home, I'm making sense here as I try to articulate this thing that I actually don't really know the answer to. <laughs> uh, I think it's the same as people saying, I hear it. I don't know if this is true, but people are like, oh, can you borrow me? Can you borrow me 50 quid or $50? And it's like, Mm. no, no, like you're not doing the person you're asking is not doing the borrowing. You're doing the borrowing. borrowing. They're lending. Yes. Yes. There's another word for this. Yeah. Just how language maybe has evolved, probably. Yeah. But on accident to me doesn't sound weird. I just. Mm. By accident also sounds fine, though. Does it? Yeah, so do you I think like them both. You lot say them both. I think probably I have maybe also said them both, and have heard other people say them both. But on accident, if I ever hear is you frequently say on used. accident, then yeah, right in the face, Backhand. bam, bam, right in the kisser. <laughs> And then maybe coming back for the forehand. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. Um, it's just one I keep hearing so something... on like, certain things. People are like, yeah, you know, it happened on accident. I'm like, it didn't happen on an accident. It happened by accident. <laughs> Tell me more about why this grind your gears so much. <laughs> um, I don't know. I do get a bit funny about certain language things maybe it's like the um what's the fucking word i want to say patriarchal but that's not right um the what's the word when people really love their country patriotic patriotic 
Maybe it's the patriotic <laughs> side of me <laughs> that gets annoyed because people change our lovely language. I don't know what it is. So I did a quick Google. Mm? I mean, and your by accident is the correct phrase. Um, but on accident, I think has it's considered non-standard, which doesn't mean incorrect. Well, it's just based on country dialect, whatever. And yeah. this Reddit post, which is always accurate, <laughs> says it's more common, acceptable among younger speakers of American English, and then under forty. So, and this was posted two years ago, which it's means like I slang. have a couple more years. Yes, I have a couple more years of being able to use on accident before you come back to me. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I'll give you a couple of years. There's another one. Which you mentioned earlier, actually, which was could care less. Mm -hmm. So in England, we say I couldn't care less as in to express yeah. how little of a shit I give that I have no cares left to give. And therefore, I could not care any less. Mm hmm. But I've I've heard the old Yankee Doodles say, could care less. So that implies that you could give less of a shit. So actually, I give some right. shits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you and I agree here. The people who say could care less are just wrong. Okay, They're good. fully wrong. That's not what the phrase is. Um, and I think it's just people when we speak and shit runs together. So then like, it's, you know, when people say, I oh, couldn't care less, like people, maybe they just could, hear it. You know? Yeah. Okay. They hear it wrong. Yeah. Mm, I see. Well, but people do say it cause I've heard it and I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you do care and that's great. <laughs> what was the other it's one? It's the same as like, Irregardless. Irregardless. Yeah, yeah regardless great. is one. Intense and purposes, and people say intensive purposes. Do you know that? <laughs> Have you heard that? No, yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I like that. I know there's more. Uh, but something I know Brits say a lot. To be to be fair. I feel like that's something you guys use Prefer, a lot. Yeah. No word of a lie. And these don't necessarily annoy me. They're just like sometimes I'll hear them and I'll be like, what did that phrase like add to your overall point? And actually they usually but mean it, the opposite. in it confuses me. In it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So with like no word of a lie, often people will <laughs> be embellishing a story. Like no word of a lie. <laughs> that man had five penises. It will be something like that. I would believe you. I would believe you if you said that. <laughs> because you said no word of a lie. So that's just confusing. Tell me about in it. Because I feel like that is used in such a way. Because it sounds like you're saying isn't it, right? And it's yeah. kind of a mashup of that. Yeah. But it's then it's just, like. It's just slang and laziness for isn't it. Let's just go in it. But I've seen it on... In it, bruv. 
shows, yeah, where people are using it and you wouldn't be saying, isn't it before or after the sentence? Like, I can't think of an example now. Maybe it was like in the mis- Misfits and there was like a, like a fight and they're like, you taking the piss in it or something. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't <laughs> actually, does it? Yeah, I know what you mean, actually. Yeah. Hmm. Taking a piss in it. Mm. I guess, yeah, also in that context means aren't you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, it, okay. So it's kind of like some languages have certain phrases that kind of pivot depending on the context. Yeah. Okay. I accept that. Maybe. I mean, we've got loads that come in and out of fashion. Uh, it tends to be the youths that come up with them. Um, well, yeah. You know, like at the moment, quite a popular one is say less, which is like your say more, but <laughs> say less. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I understand you. I agree. Say no more. Yeah. Say no more. Yeah. <laughs> that would have made more sense. When I heard recently that I had to clarify with the youth I was talking to. He he kept mm-hmm. referring to someone as laid down. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> Do you mean chill <laughs> or laid back? Or laid back. <laughs> I just need I just need to clarify um because that's how I'm perceiving it, but I've like or are you actually talking about this person laying down? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's laid down, man. Yeah, I had never heard it before. So that was a new one. (laughs) That is a new one. What would you say is the funniest British word? Would you say kerfuffle or flabbergasted? I don't use kerfuffle really at all, but I know, and it's a word I'm familiar with. Um, It's a good one because it's just, honestly, it just makes me think of like, Marshmallow whip. (laughs) I don't know why. I've used flabbergasted a time or two. So I think probably for daily use, flabbergasted, but there's a time and a place for a good kerfuffle. Oh, yeah. It's nothing better than getting in a good old kerfuffle. Just getting all stressed and there's stuff everywhere. And oh, God, I'm in a right kerfuffle. very um like grandma not wanting to curse kind of word right <laughs> yeah I guess so I say it quite a lot to be honest I've never heard you say it once well you've never seen me in a kerfuffle have you I guess not you're very laid down <laughs> <laughs> god and you'd think we scripted this I know oh man <laughs> I know that I've gotten into debates with Nigel and maybe even some of you guys about just like some of the words you guys use and me being like, that doesn't make any sense. Like somehow I'm the arbiter of your language (laughs) and maybe I should be because I'm always right. (laughs) But one thing that confused me was homely here means like ugly. Like that is a homely woman. Really? You are an ugly woman. Yes, and wow. it's not what that means there. <laughs> no, not at all. 
I'd mm-hmm. take homely kind of as quite actually. a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're just over here so insulting imagine- everyone in your head. More like I hear someone say it and I'm like, I would disagree. That is not ugly or she is not (laughs) ugly or this is not ugly. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, that's great. I never knew that one. Mm -hmm. It's a weird one that got switched because I feel like homely in the way you guys use it kind of makes sense. Like, I think we would just say this is homey and cozy, right? Yeah. But nope, it had to be different. Homely, homely. We would say cozy as well, yeah. How interesting. Did you know, just because I saw it, the question was, why do British people say in it so much? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's shortened form of the phrase, isn't it? In it has roots in Asian and Jamaican communities in London. Did you know that? Yeah, I would say that, yeah. Well, then never mind. <laughs> you already knew. My mistake. <laughs> what about chuffed? That is a word that makes me maybe a little uncomfortable. Oh, really? Just means I'm really happy. Pleased. Yeah, but it 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 sounds like chafed. Mm, it does, yeah, doesn't it? Or guffed. Which what is guffed? A fart. <laughs> No, it is not. I've never heard that. What? <laughs> I've never heard any of you say that. You are literally pulling my leg right now. <laughs> literally not. I couldn't even if I wanted literally. to. <laughs> literally. Let go of my leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, you don't, I guess we just say fart or. Yeah. Pop. Wind even. Or wind. But it's, I guess it's something. Like kid parents would say in front of their kids, so that they don't pick up the word fart. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the real proper British. So, like the Queen says, "guffed." Yeah, I've just guffed. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I think she would say that. She'd probably just not say any of those words because she was the fucking queen. (laughs) I don't think she ever farted, actually. I didn't. That's when she looked so crabby all the time. Yeah, maybe. A word I learned, like, I think yesterday. Gip. Gip. Yeah. Gip is. Yeah, I didn't. Don't. Never heard that No idea. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Is that because Nigel was gipping? So just like a fake vomit noise? Yeah. (laughs) Or like. I guess it could even mean actual vomiting. I'm gipping out. I used to say that quite a lot when <laughs> back in the stoner days. <laughs> gipping out. Oh. Yeah. Because you've gotten too many substances. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> too <laughs> many substances. I mean, vomit is an ugly word, so I get it. We used to say wig out quite a lot as well. I'm wigging out. Mm. Stop wigging out. We did too. Yeah, we yeah. did too. Cool, 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 cool. So what else about my country pisses you off? Well, I was just going to read you some of it. <laughs> um, like we have like sayings that say something but mean something else. So like 
This is a list of things that Brits say when they're absolutely livid. Okay. What's going on in here? With all due respect, that means there's no respect. Um, Mm -mm, Absolutely no respect. I beg your pardon. (laughs) Um, I've had just about enough of this. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) <laughs> just about enough of this and uh, now look can I help you <laughs> <laughs> these are all things that if British people say them to you they're probably really pissed off just keep that in mind so what I'm hearing is the Brits are actually more passive aggressive than Minnesotans are. Mm. We win, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I mean, I'm sure. I I feel like I've been asked how someone can help me many times while I'm over there, and now I just think I just greatly upset all those people. It it really depends on the tone, though. Like if you're in a shop. And they ask, can they help you? Then they're probably genuinely going to help you. But if someone looks at you and goes, can I help you? Then that is someone about to kick off. Got it. Okay. Uh, Also, what you're looking at, that's another pre-punch-in-the-face line. Yeah, I feel like that one's used here and pretty, like, you got a steering problem kind of. Yeah. Theme to it. Take a picture of um, last longer. <laughs> <laughs> um did I tell you about the time I was at Windsor and I basically got screamed at by the docent in the in the church or whatever? No. Yeah. I uh there was no photography, right? Mm-hmm. As they say. And I pulled out my phone and I was like aiming my camera at Sean's sister but the guy saw me and he at the top of his lungs in a very quiet because it was like uh, Westminster Abbey or whatever but in Windsor so whatever the the church is there I think where cathedral someone was buried there yeah well it wasn't a cathedral I don't think maybe it was it wasn't very big anyway uh he screamed at the top of his lungs madam (laughs) so very politely yelling so very loud at me and he like marched up to me and did this kind of like army step Mm -hmm. he was like no photography and I was just like oh my god I wasn't actually I didn't even actually take anything and I wasn't taking a picture of anything in here it was of her face and like I'm sorry (laughs) it was the shame I felt (laughs) the I was like I need to get into one of these graves right now someone open it up so i can crawl in there and die because i that british guards just told me off for taking a picture badly <laughs> <laughs> and i still hear about it to this day so that's nice oh you get reminded of that one Mm-hmm. and i still see his face as he like marched up to me oh. i might have maybe caused some trauma yeah i was gonna say <laughs> Your face is indicating that this goes deeper than... Uh, <laughs> I don't like being yelled at. <laughs> I think the embarrassment was, like, 
all the people looking at me because I know like people in Britain really don't like to make scenes like that. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of the stereotype. You caused a scene, Kate. I, that's what you yeah, did. I did. I think everyone there Talking was in embarrassed. The Queen's house. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, oh, who probably. do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've had it just. I've had just about enough of this conversation. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just abusing you whilst you're. That's okay. I deserve it. But don't you think you could have just come, came up and like whispered to me, like, "Ma'am, no." That would have been better. Me. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, I would have listened. Would have probably been as equally ashamed because I don't like, you know, doing things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, Gemma. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Rebel. <laughs> You're right, I am. I actually do like to break the law. Breaking the law, breaking the law. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Did you Thanks. ever drink before you were 21? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I hope my parents aren't listening. No, yeah, I fucking did. Yeah, I did. A lot. <laughs> Is it easy to get booze out there before you're 21? You know, I never actually had to really try myself. It just, like, other people did it. And I think either it's because they had a sibling or a friend or a relative or yeah. a parent even who was old enough and would I'm, I'm not like other moms. I'm the cool mom as long as yeah, you do yeah. in the house kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so, and then when I was in college – like, you could get into bars and stay in bars until, like, midnight if you were 18. But, like, no one was walking around looking for the 18-year-olds to kick them out. And you just found someone to buy you a drink. Yeah. You know? Okay. So, I don't think it was hard. I mean, certainly there was probably times where it's like, oh, a party's not happening. Couldn't get any booze. But that it's was weird. Rare. I always thought that I just got the impression from what I see of American culture on I guess shows and movies that Americans just don't drink before they're 21 like it's just not done but hmm. I must have that very wrong well you saw American Pie those kids were all in high school true actually yeah that's, that's a very good point well made mm. that's where the red cups come from right those are the house parties yep I've got some of them for you so that you feel at home Oh, good. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, you're not 21 until you're, like, if you go to college, you're not 21 until, like, at least your like, sophomore or junior year, too. And so a lot of those college movies, I think those people, all those actors, obviously, are way over 21. But I think the idea is that that's all, like, kind of 18 to 22 years of yeah. age, you know? So then yeah, there's yeah. the people who could buy the booze. And then there's people who get fake IDs. I actually found someone's ID on the floor of a bar one year in college. And like, was it brown haired white girl? Yes, it was. (laughs) No, it was some brown haired white girl who had similar height and weight and didn't look too far off of me. So it was passable. She was a couple years older. Oh, nice. Um, And it, yeah, and it worked until the bouncer was like, this girl's in my class. (laughs) Fuck. Brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. started drinking. He didn't. At like 14. 
Um, yeah. Started going to pubs then. It was it was much easier to underage drink back in our day. Uh, used oh. to just go to the pubs. How come? I don't know. There were just some pubs that were relaxed about it and clearly just wanted the business. So would just let anyone in. And it was definitely easier for girls. We could just get a little bit dressed up, put some makeup on, and they'd just fucking let us in mm. and serve us. So it was fine. Um, so, yeah, we were going out drinking rather early, really, and spent quite a few nights, mum, don't listen to this, just sort of passed out in the middle of Puzzled. a field, <laughs> you know? <laughs> When I was actually meant to be yeah. staying at a mate's house having a sleepover. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep, did that a few times. Mm -hmm. I also remember once there was a bunch of us down at our local rec, like the recreation ground. And I remember I got a, a couple bottles of wine, but no one had a bottle opener, obviously, because we were in the middle <laughs> of the field. <laughs> no. So I just smashed the end of the bottle. And we were all just drinking out of... <laughs> This like shard of smashed glass at the end of the fucking wine bottle. Uh, classy chick, classy chick. Who got injured or ingested glass that night? Well, no one, as far as I can remember. So <laughs> we did pretty nice. well. And that's why kids at home, you go for the twist top, Ryan. Not yes. the ones with corks. Exactly. Your palate isn't refined enough to enjoy the expensive stuff anyways. Just get the Boone's Farm. It's cheap yeah. and it'll get you drunk. <laughs> and in England, we have the Blossom Hill. So you can get that. Oh, fucking basically the same thing, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it probably is. Really disgustingly sweet, pink, sometimes yellow, white. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a red. <laughs> it doesn't taste like wine. It just kind of tastes like alcoholic juice. Sugar. Sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Used to drink a lot of that. I think that's why I like beer. Because Smirnoff Ice and like the malt beverages and the Mike's Hards and stuff just like were so gross to me. Mm. I quite liked them. So I didn't like the taste of alcohol when I was a kid. So anything that tasted like, mm. you know, yeah, WKD, Smell of Ice, anything like that was lovely. Bit of hooch. Ooh. A bit of hooch? Bit of hooch. I don't think our hooch is the same as your hooch. Okay, because ours is literally like gasoline or lighter fluid. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, ours is like an yeah. alcohol. Like. Yeah. It's oh, so it's just like a brand of booze called hooch. It was, it was but yeah, it's basically like alcoholic orange juice. Oh, so hmm. it's quite oh, nice. So it's a screwdriver, pretty much. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell me about like the kind of the vibes as you got older? So you could go to pubs underage, right? But then at mm -hmm. some point you were of age mm. and then it was like let's go to the club let's go to the club yeah so yeah so <laughs> over here obviously we have bars and pubs but they tend to close around like 11 midnight so then where do we go after that 
Catherine. Mm-hmm. We go to the club. Okay. You pregame at the pub. Well, we used to actually pregame, pre-drink at home, then go to the pub, then go to the club. Is that true? Yeah. Because a certain someone I know, who shall remain nameless, <laughs> insists that pre-gaming was not a thing and always, like, bitched about that when, in my younger days, I did this or was trying to get this person to... My husband is who I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you pre-drink? Like, we spent most of our... The whole point of it was because it was cheaper. So we could get drunk at home, go to the pub and have a couple of drinks just to tide us over. Mm -hmm. And then you're you're well on your way for a tenner. Not according to Nigel. Well, maybe his friends didn't pre-drink, but me and the girls certainly did. (laughs) Now that I think about it, I think his bigger complaint was that pre-drinking started at like nine or ten yeah it sometimes did yeah well which would make sense i guess too for us if bar close was later because usually it's like two here so if you start at nine you go to the bar and then you have until like well, i guess you know, like 11 to two and right mm-hmm. but then you go to the club our club still closed at two as well. I think there was maybe some that could stay open a little bit later, but not anywhere that I grew up at. I don't think. I don't know. I also didn't, I don't go to clubs. <laughs> no, and I, well, suspect mainly because we briefly spoke about this earlier that our clubs are different to your clubs, potentially. Describe it to me. So, there tends to be a bouncer outside mm-hmm. who sometimes searches your bag, sometimes doesn't. Some clubs um, want you to pay like 14 quid to go in them, bearing in mind they're usually open till two, three in the morning. So, you, you, you know, paying quite a hefty price for a three hour visit. Mm-hmm. They're usually very dark, often below ground or above a venue you walk in can't see shit the stairs are lit up by little lights (laughs) in the background you can hear a beat pumping floor is slightly sticky floor is really sticky our local club floor was held together by duct tape which was really classy but you couldn't see it because it was dark Exactly. It was only w- once you got stuck that you were like, oh, what's happening? Oh, it's t- <laughs> taking off my feet. Um, yeah, they tend to be, yeah, dark locations with very loud music where people dance and they're already very drunk and you pay extortionate prices for drinks because they know they can get away with it. So those are, you described our clubs too. Turns out they're okay. the same. Great. <laughs> There were a couple places in college that like really wanted to be that kind of club. One was called the Union. Um, I had a boyfriend that worked there as like bouncer slash or door guy, I guess, because they wanted to be classy and they'd make the door guys wear like <laughs> suits and stuff. Yeah. And um, 
there would be cover or maybe if you knew someone or if it was like ladies night or whatever, you wouldn't have to pay cover. Um, it was kind of multi-floored. There was dance space. It was dark. Everything was very gross and dirty still though. Cause like it's the club where people are getting fucked up and like yeah. the staff also probably are getting fucked up and they're also the staff is like college students. So we had a couple of those. Um, and yeah, it was like watered down drinks, you know, people oh. hooking up in corners because it was kind of dark. I think they even had like yeah. a Studio 54 night, which is kind of gross. Wow. Yum. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me a good old pub any day. <laughs> yeah. Damn right. We also have quite like a binge drinking culture here. So people mm. get... I mean, I'm sure it happens everywhere, but apparently we're famous for it. Who knew? Um, Way, biz, get the biz in sun. But on average, right? yeah, get busy, let's way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so apparently Brits are among the world's biggest drinkers, each downing the equivalent of 525 pints of beer a year. Oh, I bet I'm up there. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't I think we have a binge drinking culture too to a certain extent. It's very much like colleges, right? If you were to look up like the biggest drinking cities here, it would be a lot of the college towns and a lot of yeah. them would be in the Midwest. And I think when I went to college, like my college was in the top five biggest party schools, you know. Yeah, and I think that the older you get, I think the more removed you get from it, right? Yeah. Um, or ideally. Uh, Unless you're one, a because, alcoholic. Yeah. Um, one, because like for me, uh, hangovers are a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two, like you do start to notice that your metabolism isn't quite the same as when you were in college. Yeah. <laughs> And three, like, yeah, it's really bad for you, too. So um, I don't know if you've ever gone to the doctor. Start to clear about your liver. Yep. Or you go to the doctor or whatever. And they're like, how many alcoholic beverages would you have in a week? Would you, do you say, would you say you, um, you know, drink more than five in a given setting and stuff mm. like that? And so um, not that that doesn't mean it's not bad for, like, college kids either. But definitely big drinking culture but i i've noticed about being in england and just kind of seeing tv and stuff is there like going down the pub and having a pint yeah. is not like th- that could be a daily occurrence for people and it yeah. wouldn't really be that big of a deal no yeah there's plenty of people that yeah will go out the pub every night for a drink or five and that's just british culture mm-hmm. man yep. it's just accepted mm-hmm. i think for us it's kind of like is there anything else to do so, yeah, some of the heaviest drinking cities in America as of July 2023, um, I'll have you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, not, nine of them are in Wisconsin, which is just <laughs> a stone's throw away from where I'm at. Brilliant. Two are in Minnesota. Several are in Iowa. So all these states that are in like my life or Mm. near my life um north dakota and then there's a random arkansas a random new york and 
Montana. Oh, Nebraska's on here too. Hmm. You just come from all the drinky places. That's why you fit in so well here. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. I can hold my own. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no one at me about that. Who knows me? <laughs> You're a, a great chugger. Great chugger. Go to bed right after. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to do an Am I the Arsehole? You know I do, baby. I have to read this one in a voice because I just feel like it's necessary. What region of the country are we hailing from for this one? Well, I don't know. I just get the impression that she's possibly British, but a twat. Um, Okay, perfect. But like a chav twat or like an Essex chat or like a Yorkshire chat. Okay. Am I the asshole for thinking my friend is very ungrateful for cat sitting while she's away? <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> yep. <laughs> my friend asked me to cat sit for her while she and her mum went to the cottage. It was initially supposed to be four to five days, and despite being allergic to cats, and not a cat owner myself, I love her cats and they love me, so I said yes. I was supposed to feed them once a day and play with them a bit. On the day of her leaving, she sent me a text saying she was worried about the plants outside her mum's room. To be honest, I didn't take it very seriously because it was supposed to rain a fair bit. (laughs) One of her cats typically goes outside and she told me to let him out. Because I'm scared of losing him, I kept inside the first two days and on day two I get a picture from her of a coyote with a cat in its mouth and she says that the neighbour sent it to her. I tell her that her cats are safe because I haven't let them out for this exact reason. Also, I plan to let him out tomorrow because he was very antsy to leave the house. I'm not fucking surprised if you kept him indoors for fucking two days. <laughs> Um, The next day comes and her cat suddenly refuses to go outside and is acting depressed. (laughs) I tell her, I text her to let her know. She doesn't seem that concerned and says they never left the cats alone for so long, so it's normal. On the day she's supposed to come back, she texts and says that she'll be back Friday, two extra days. At this point, because I'm allergic and one of her cats is shedding like crazy, my husband is coming with me every day to help brush the cats and remove the fur so it's not all over her house. She also informs me about these extra days by way of, please take the trash out tomorrow, texting me the next morning of, which I don't see because I'm working. On Friday, I get another text saying she'll be back Saturday because of her mum's health. The next day, I get a bunch of pictures and texts of what's this? Why are my plants not watered? Why is this angel in my water fountain askew? (laughs) Followed by five hours later, receiving pictures of the litter box and OMG because the caps have pooped a fair bit in 10 days. Am I the arsehole for thinking it's totally unreasonable just to assume that a non-cat owner would just manage your house for a while while you're away and know what to do, especially when she was away for 10 days? At no point did she leave instructions to clean the litter box or water the plants, and I have no idea how she got her statue so askew because I was never in the backyard. (laughs) Um, Was that like a kind of an Adele Londoner accent or...? Yeah, I guess, I guess it was kind of a, a, a 
a kind of posh Londoner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, well, she sounds hideous. <laughs> <laughs> I, on one hand, like as someone who's asked people to do things while I'm out of town, I am very clear about my expectations and what I need so that they can be like, yeah, I'm not doing that. You're going to have to find someone else or at least ask if they're willing to do something. And so, you know, I think people, I think if I'm going to be cat sitting, I'm probably going to have to change the litter box. Like that is yeah. something I, I realize about cats. And <laughs> she said, I love her cats and they love me, even though I'm allergic. So that tells me at least she has an understanding about how cats fucking work. And if she doesn't <laughs> let them go outside, they're probably going to use the litter box more, right? Yeah. So Unless that's a bit dumb of her. Them. Yeah. And I think most people don't. Um, <laughs> so that's a bit dumb of her. And I think it's not unreasonable for the person to be like, you didn't scoop the litter box at all. Um, but again, I guess. In here. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, maybe it's kind of her fault for not saying, you know, I usually if the cats don't go outside, I clean their litter box, you know, twice two to three times a week because they will go outside. But if they're not, then, yeah. you know, maybe once a day, whatever. Could you scoop it a couple times while I'm gone? And then when she extended her stay, asking permission, like, would or would you mind taking out the trash for me since I'm staying a little longer? I'm really sorry for the inconvenience. I'd really appreciate it. I'll pay you for your trouble. Yeah. Whatever. But this person seems really fucking stupid. And she did mention <laughs> the plants. And she's just like, well, not my problem because it's going to rain. Or I didn't take her seriously, I guess. <laughs> like, you're you're kind of just a shitty house watcher, cat sitter. Lady. Yeah. <laughs> You've done a shit job, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> and so, I don't know. I guess could have been be- could have done a better job on both sides. But I also just think, like, if you're house sitting – Maybe do what you would at least want other people to do for you, if that's yeah. like the bare minimum, like wash your teacup. Exactly. Treat thy neighbor how you wish to be treated. I don't know if that's the saying. Treat thy neighbor like thy wish thy thy to be, be thy treated. treated. <laughs> Thou wist. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you should do all of the "Am I the assholes?" in an accent, though. Just basically okay, get a vibe for who you think the person is. Yeah. I would agree that person is obviously British. I mean, she said mum and the cat's going outside and stuff. Yeah. But then she did mention the coyote, which I was like, oh, this must be in America. We don't have coyotes here. Mm. But maybe she's a Brit I don't know. in America. I just got a very British snobbish vibe from her. So, Do you think it could have been like a badger and she was just really dumb? Could have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Now, I, if, the, if there's no coyotes, then it wouldn't have been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, um, <laughs> the general consensus on this one is that everyone's an asshole. Um, or everyone sucks, rather. Yeah. Because she's, she's a twat and sounds like an idiot. I'm surprised the cats were alive by the time... My friend came back. But also, like, you can't just get Friend someone... was taking the piss a little bit. Yeah, ex- 
exactly. Yeah, so everyone sucks on that one. But I hope you enjoyed my accent. Yeah, and let me just say, if you were to ever uh, have me come over to, like, watch your dogs or check on them or if you have a cat or whatever, like, I will do things that make sense that you have not asked me to do as well. Oh, will you? So I will know how to take care of your house and your pets. (laughs) Awesome. I mean, whenever I have someone look after Jess, I write, like, a... Essentially a manual of how to look after her, what to do, what food to give her, when, you know. Yeah, especially dogs are, cats too, but like dogs I know kind of maybe have a little bit more strict feeding schedule, you know. I think people are less likely to just like free feed their dogs. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't do that with Lucy either because she will eat everything and then act like she's starving still yeah but um cats are you know you just kind of come in you feed them you scoop the litter box you make sure they're okay you maybe pet them a little bit do the laser pointer whatever it's not hard no um so i think yeah Yeah. don't be an idiot lady sir whatever guy (laughs) buddy (laughs) cool well i think that's all we've got time for ladies and gentlemen if you feel like we just chatted a bunch of shit about shit you are right because that is what this podcast is about and Gemma and I are both tired and still recovering from our long weekends correct um so if you would like to help us out just send some content um ideas stories dilemmas you know if you're wondering if you're an asshole then just give us a little email at talkshit to us at gmail.com or hit us up on social, the socials, as people call it now, socials, uh, socials. at TSYB Pod. We're on Insta, TikTok, Twitter. Twitter. X. X. X marks the spot. And also, if you really do want to be really nice and help us out, it would be so grateful if you could give us a follow or click the little bell on spotify or the subscribe button on apple or wherever you get your playlists um because then you'll get notified of our new episodes and you won't miss all of our informative and uh interesting heartwarming funny conversations (laughs) and if you're old school Handwrite a letter to your friend and be sure to handwrite out the full link for Apple Podcast or Spotify so that they can then go and type it into their computer and look us up. That would be kind of fun, right? No one handwrites letters anymore. I'd love to receive a handwritten letter. I'll write you one. Oh, please do. Can we be pen pals? Oh, do we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right. Well, on that note... Thanks for listening again, everyone, and um, have a good one. Yeah, Yeah. we'll see you soon. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.